This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. Let's fuck this shit. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Here we go now. Wow, first show of 2020. We're back. That's like kind of terrifying. I, I still haven't really registered that it's a new year. Whole new decade of puck monies, baby. To me, it's, it's still the year 2012. I mean, yeah, I definitely do still feel like that. That was the last year that I was like, yeah, that's this year. Yeah, this, this feels right. We haven't moved on since then. How are you doing, Audrey? I'm good. I am lying stomach down on my bedroom floor right now because that's about as far as I can physically get today. It's New Year's Day. I, I just had a great, I had a good party last night. Um, everything went off perfectly without a hitch. And there definitely wasn't a part of the night where one of our upstairs toilets broke and water started coming through the recessed lighting in our ceiling. Personally, I don't think it's a party unless the ceiling explodes. Unless there's toilet water raining on your guests at some point during the event. Is it, did it even really happen? I am so sorry. I'm about to talk about The Sims again. <laughs> but in The Sims, there's a mode where you can throw a party. And uh-huh. when you're throwing the party, this has been imprinted on my brain. And I wish this was real life. So you get graded on how good of a party you get. Okay. The better party you give and like the more people are having fun, the better, the better grade and better reward you get. So, okay. Uh, I don't remember where, why I started talking <laughs> about this. Oh, 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 anyway. Oh, because you're uh, like ceiling. So that would lower your grade. I don't understand why. <laughs> it's a sensory experience. How was your New Year's Eve? You know, um, it was all right. I ended up having a really good time. Actually, uh, I've just been having some mental chillness uh, issues. Love it. Over the past couple days. And <laughs> Audrey actually called me because she was a little bit concerned about me because I said I was good. I didn't say I was. I just knew that you were lying to me. <laughs> because I kept saying, oh, I'm good. So she, her idea of how to like cheer me up and this worked really well. <laughs> wants to tell me really unfortunate stories about (laughs) herself over the last year and I started I was crying and I started laughing so hard that I started hyperventilating so and with that folks welcome back to Puck Bunnies sponsored by Blue Wire and this week Untuck It and we're going to talk about some hockey this week. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Winter Classic was today. We're going to talk about that a little bit at the end. It was uh, like a fever dream that Christina had. I know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that this is just all my innermost, deepest desires made manifest. 
But let's start by talking a little bit about, you know, the holidays are officially over. They're canceled. They're done. And by that I mean they're they're done. They're finished. It's a new year. We're not allowed to celebrate anything anymore. Nope. But Christmas Eve. Let me set the scene. Oh. Christmas Eve. <laughs> You're having a, a wonderful uh, country club dinner at a scenic <laughs> Mar-a-Lago golf resort in Florida. And the president of the United States is there with his wife and Normal. his family. Um, Alan Dershowitz is also there. Normal. And then uh, <laughs> Alex Ovechkin is also there with Nastia. And I assume the kid was probably not at dinner because it was probably past his bedtime. Their enormous child. Yeah, their giant kid was, was probably also there. No, um, the Ovechkins did have dinner with the president. What do you want to say about this? So... <laughs> Uh, while you were describing all of that, I just pressed on my eyeballs so hard that I can't really see right now. So that's, <laughs> I'm actually a little concerned. Uh, also, Audrey wanted to drop this topic and I was like, no, we can't. We we simply can't. I, I've been trying not to think about this all week. I mean, it was so smart that if you were going to hang out with the president at any time, mm-hmm. you got to do it on New Year- or on Christmas Eve when like nobody's paying attention. You yes. have a, like a 40 hour period where no news is being covered. Hold on. I'm letting the cat out of my room. Okay. The pictures were just really something. I have to wonder, did someone go and get the jersey or does he just, is that his? Was it an Ovechkin jersey? Or yeah. Was it a Trump? Okay, I was going to say, it would have been amazing if it had been like a Trump 45 that jersey been so that he was cool. just like carrying around. Just in case. No, I feel like when you're Alex Ovechkin at all times, you travel with yeah. a box from Fanatics mm-hmm. full of five smalls, five mediums, and five larges of your own jersey. Anyone who follows hockey even a little bit knows that Alex Ovechkin is extremely loyal to the Putin regime in Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays for Putin's like personal hockey team. He's friends with Putin. This is not surprising. And it's also like his family from yes. the beginning. has It goes back more than just him. Right. So the... I think it's very fair for people to get upset about this Mm -hmm. because it's gross to see. It's not fun to see and it's not cool. No. Um, Hi. (laughs) Oh, I thought you got her out. (laughs) No, she came back. Hello. I What? Died. I'm being attacked. Oh my god. I just love that like Missy is being such a little bitch and Dido is just like sitting in the window very beautifully cleaning herself. Okay. What was I saying? What was I saying? It sucks to see, but it also makes... It's not surprising. And also, there's a limited kind of scope there. Like you said, his family has been supporters of Putin forever, and they still live in Russia. And I'm not saying he's, like, press-ganged into doing this or anything. No, no. But it's the kind of thing where I'm like, okay, if he's so close with the Russian government, and he's saying, okay, I'm going to be in Florida for Christmas, like I am pretty much every year, somebody's like, hey, do you want to go to dinner at Mar-a-Lago with the president and blah, blah, blah? Of course! Why Why would you say no to that? Right. So like to me, a comparable situation would be in some alternate reality where TJ Oshie was playing hockey in 2001, going to dinner with George W. Bush. Mm -hmm. To me, that's the same kind of thing here. If you're trying to make a parallel. Right. I think it's also, I'm not trying to say that there's 
any sort of Russian collusion going on here because there's not. But it's like, um, it's when your mom is like, okay, your really weird aunt is coming to town mm. and I need you to go to dinner with her. Right. Just so that like she has something to do. <laughs> but anyway, it still sucks and you shouldn't have done it. But here we are. Right. It's not Russian collusion, but like also Alex Jovechkin is basically like an arm of the Russian government. <laughs> He's a piece of the propaganda exactly. machine. That's how they use him. Anyway, he has also decided to skip the All-Star Weekend um, for the second consecutive year. I actually, like, I don't care about this. I really don't. It is funny that people insist on getting mad about this every year when, like, he has gone to seven All-Star Weekends. I really appreciate this attitude that he gives towards it and also, the, like, Dylan Larkin and Tyler Fertuzzi of the, the Detroit Red Wings. I appreciate this attitude of, like, this is mandatory. If, yes, for some people it is an honor, but for most people... It's, it's just a field part of the trip job. that you were required to go on. It's during everyone's bye week, basically. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, I could be in Bora Bora having hot sex with my girlfriend for like four days. I would love or that. Or I could be in St. Louis <laughs> talking to the press and then having to do my job good on national TV. Yeah, you could be in St. Louis getting hollered at by Christina. <laughs> I might go. I don't know yet. So people always get mad when players opt out, but I think it makes sense. I also, in my opinion, once you go to All-Star Weekend, let's say five times. You shouldn't have to go anymore. You shouldn't have to go anymore. Is Sidney Crosby going? get it. Sidney Crosby is not going because he's still out. Chris Letang is going. Oh. No, no, no. He's last man in. Jake Gensel is going. Or is supposed to go. Not anymore, bitch. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like people get injured. And what if you get injured at All-Star Weekend? That's why I wouldn't want to go. That's why I don't like it. They already play so many games. If you're going to do All-Star Weekend, I would love it if it was just skills. That would be really cool. And you also still have three months of the regular season to go after that, plus playoffs. So, I mean, it's one thing for like... If Jack Eichel is going and he's like, sure, whatever, fuck it, we ball. (laughs) You're not going to the playoffs. Who cares? But for people like Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby, who's also skipped All-Star Weekend a few times, it makes perfect sense why you wouldn't want to why you wouldn't want to put that extra strain on your body. Also, it's very stupid that if you skip that weekend, you are penalized by having a one game suspension. I was thinking about that and and just thinking about how dumb the league is just in terms of petty little rules like that and also how everyone's obsessed with clothes like today at the winter classic they all came wearing the same outfit yeah like they were going to a sorority event exactly the sorority thing that is literally something that they would make us there's no i in team christina they're getting demerits basically right. from, for missing all-star weekend oh you missed chapter retreat <laughs> god leave them alone You want to talk about John Tortorella? Let's talk about Mr. Torts. Who actually pretty much just got fined by standards. Okay, so let's describe the situation. And I'm going to have a hot take on this, I, I think. Okay, cool. Well, let's first start. We're going to talk about this because we got we did get a couple of texts about the Blue Jackets and Columbus this week. And one of them was, hey, bunnies, absolutely love the show. Best hockey takes around. I was wondering if we could just take a minute to discuss what sort of curse has been out on the Jackets recently and what we can do to help keep these poor boys safe. The Corpus Allo injury tonight is really taking the cake. 
yeah, things have been rough. Um, was, there was a lot. No soap operas, just hockey over in Columbus this week. You know, they started out the season with like absolutely nobody just because they right. lost They lost everyone in the gamble that they played in the playoffs last year. And then they just suffered this gauntlet of injuries. And the latest one is their little baby goalie, Jonas. Let me just go through the list of injuries. And keep in mind, this is from beginning of the season. Brandon Dubinsky, Marcus Nudavara, Ryan Murray are all out indefinitely. Emil Benstrom is out. Sonny Milano is out with a concussion. He's out indefinitely. Josh Anderson has a shoulder injury, so Mm -hmm. he's going to be back at the end of the month, hopefully. Andrew Peake is out with a broken finger. Cam Atkinson, huge loss for them up front. Has a sprained ankle, so hopefully he's going to be back in like the next week or so. Oliver Bjorkstrand. Who is playing on the jackets? He has rib cartilage contusion and an oblique strain, so he will be back let's hope in the next month. I can keep Keep going. Um, then we get to Jonas Corposalo. He has a torn meniscus in his knee. Oh. Um, so that's like four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Alexander Texier, their tiny French baby, uh, <laughs> has a, a lumbar stress fracture. He's out indefinitely. Ooh. And then the latest one was Alexander Wenberg. Oh, no. He's probably going to be fine. He's probably going to play this week. But this is notable just because I personally think it should be illegal. He got slashed in the face (gasps) and uh, got a cut on his cheek and like got (gasps) stitches and an x-ray mid-game and then came back and played. Ooh. It's going to be hot, though. Oh, I know. I know. I was just thinking (laughs) I was like, punish Wenberg. (laughs) Here's the thing is I feel like you just read a bunch of names that you made up at me. I don't know any of those people. Uh, So I'm sorry to to all fans of the Columbus Blue Jackets, to all those random names. So that's sort of the situation there, and that's what led to Torts blowing up in the post game after Corpusalo was injured. So mm-hmm. he was injured during a routine save during a shootout uh, with the Senators. The only routine thing about that entire setup was the save that he tried to make. Everything else was like totally fucked. The entire game was like so weird. They blew like, a huge lead. It was a totally fucked up game. Yeah, so this is what happened. This is why it's such an issue. At the end of the game, 18.1 seconds mm-hmm. remaining in the game. Chicago gets called for too many men on the ice. The, when the whistle was blown, it was at 19.2 seconds. But the refs let the clock run down an extra second point one or whatever and then didn't reset the clock. Uh-oh. So Nick Felino and John Tortorella are pitching a fit on the ice. The refs in, in Toronto or whatever will not reset the clock. Those additional seconds, that additional 1.1 second would probably have been enough time left in the game for Zach Wierenski to shoot in that last tiny bit. Mm-hmm. He takes a shot in the last second of the game and the puck crosses the line into the goal two tenths of a second after the final buzzer. Oh, God. That's so, so weird about hockey. And so like, you know, you, you say stuff like that to someone who doesn't watch the game. And they're like, oh, it's 0.1 second. What could possibly yeah. happen? And I'm like, everything could happen. Everything. <laughs> the whole world could be contained in that 0.1 seconds, you fool. Um, So Taurus was very pissed. And in the uh, media scrum after in uh, during the press, the press event, he Basically, it was like, I'm not taking any goddamn questions and was extremely rude. The Britney Spears, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. 
Yeah, and, you know, he has since issued an apology, and people were ripping him a new one, because this is just another one of his tantrums. Here's the thing, I don't fucking blame him. No, I think he was absolutely, I mean, he was right. Like, his message was bang on. Yeah. I understand that he's getting in trouble because, you know, he used obscenities, and you're not supposed to throw the league under the bus, and you're supposed to, like, be nice to your colleagues or whatever, but... That team's going through a lot. And to have something like that happen is right. just so unfortunate. So how much money has he been fined? Do you want me to guess? Go ahead. Why don't you guess? So the Winter Classic was today. It was this past weekend. And Gary Bettman then met with somebody from the league in Dallas about how they were going to punish John Tortorella. That's such BDSM stuff. Okay, the principal and the vice principal are meeting about how long they're going to suspend you for. And Christina, would you like to guess how much money he was fined? $5,000. Higher. 10000 Higher. $25,000. Okay, $20,000. Fuck, I was going to guess twenty. He was fined $20,000, which is absurd in my mind mostly because i can i can't imagine ever paying that much money or having that much money i was just thinking about that i was just like wow that's i would love to have twenty five thousand dollars and so then it carries an additional penalty if this happens again in the next calendar year he's immediately gonna have to pay a fine on top of this fine i fucking hope he does that'd be awesome well he's already he's been fined by the league like upwards of five times in his career already. I love uh, him. Very cool guy. <laughs> I don't like John Tortorella just because he's wrong a lot. And there's styles of coaching that I agree with and I don't agree with. And a lot of what he does, I don't agree with. But I will say in this instance, I think he was right. I think the method here may have not been the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, to take $20,000 and donate it to the league. But yeah, like who gets it? Where does it go? It goes to the player safety fund. Okay, that's okay. Here's my question, and actually something I am going to immediately look up after we finish recording. Can't you write off your fines <laughs> tax-wise? That's a really good question. I have no idea. I'm so cu- I feel like you can. If it's Yeah, I mean, that's like, awesome. Like, I donated $20,000 to charity. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> what if no one's ever... No, someone's thought about that. Anyway... The Winter Classic was today, as you mentioned. What a time. What a time to be alive. What a Winter Classic it was, Audrey. Whenever the Winter Classic was announced to be uh, in Dallas with Dallas and, and Nashville playing. Big day for little Christina. Big day for little Christina. I busted about five times just from the announcement. But uh-huh. a lot of hockey men were hemming and hawing like, oh, no, this is like these two expansions. No one's going to want to go. It's going to be like shitty ratings the ice is gonna melt it did that did to happen but that's fine it have it's it's ice what else is it gonna do it's legal but i i would like to say that i think dallas proved them all wrong today they were eighty thousand people eighty four thousand people in the cotton bowl which is insane that's the second largest crowd a winter classic has ever drawn wow bumby that's texas baby bumby that's texas baby what was your favorite part of like the whole setup they had going on down there um, I think my single favorite part was, oh, I have two favorite parts. So the, my first favorite part was whenever they come out and they're like, the dancing girls are in front of them and they do like a little like line dance. It was so cute. Who thought of this? This is so straight. And the boys are like staggering out. Tromping down the runway. Yeah. 
And then my second favorite part was Rick Bonus in this like 10 gallon black hat <laughs> that he had on. With and the he little was, Letterman jacket. Yeah, he looked and he was so happy and he was wearing it. And then when Corey Perry got ejected, he immediately took it off. He was like, <laughs> dang, damn it. Like, I can't have this on. Like a cartoon character, he took it off and then like stomped on it. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I really loved the way that um, their uniforms looked. I thought it was aesthetically a really pleasing event. Um, I I really liked both uniforms. I know that people that I follow on Twitter were not super into the kind of taupe brown shorts, pants that the stars were wearing. Yeah. But I didn't mind them mostly because they were kind of like throwback football style uniform. Did people not get that? I thought that that was pretty obvious. Again, I'm only talking about aesthetic things. Like, we can get to the actual game in a second. I don't care about that, yeah. But I remember last year's Winter Classic, Blackhawks Bruins in Illinois, when I was really sick and just, like, eating rice cakes in bed, trying not to vomit. (laughs) What made it worse was when I was watching the Winter Classic, the entire rink was surrounded by more white. There was more, There was white, like, padding or panels. I remember that. Like, I was hungover, too. But there's no contrast. Right. It, it was so it hard to so look at. It so hard to focus on. And so this year, they had some wood paneling. They had mm-hmm. wood split rail fences around I the rink. Those. And then they had giant team logos and the team names all spelled out. And it really helped up that contrast factor and it made it so much easier to watch i need the nhl logo that looks like a belt buckle it's so good that was sick it was really good they did a great job the graphic designer they got who's just they were like all right go full yeehaw and he was like i'm fucking ready i got it my time both teams came in totally themed in their in their outfits, which uh-huh. I loved. The Predators did in what I think is extremely lame and corny. They all <laughs> they all dressed in black to be like Johnny Cash. Whatever. I think they looked good, but they looked good, but it's just lame. Seventy five percent of the time when players arrive before games and they do their little strut backstage at the arena before they go into the locker room, they're already wearing all black. I'm like, this is not interesting. You guys do this all the time. But the stars all showed up in all denim kitted out fitted and kitted they were stunting on us all denim everyone looked amazing uh jamie ben really le- leaned into the theme would you like I to can't tell talk us? about it no i would not like to talk about it he had like this wide brim hat on uh, that was not a cowboy hat it was, it was like a western fedora it looks like really a rancher good. hat yeah it was really cool and it had like a chain and then he was wearing my favorite kind of jacket which is a denim oh jacket with a shearling interior oh my god he looks so good tyler had on a full black denim bolo tie oh yes miro looked like a a child in red dead redemption cosplay (laughs) oh my god every they looked really really good they all looked really happy they were having a good time yeah do you remember the bruins last year when they came in in full peaky blinders they looked so stupid Yeah, but they were having such a good time. They put on their little (laughs) costumes. So, Christina, a lot of what we do on this show and also in real life (laughs) is talk about men's fashion and constantly wonder why people's clothes do not fit correctly. 
Okay, so true story. In college, I got really into the men's fashion advice subreddit. And so I found out, I now realize I was hyper fixating on it. But anyway, I realized that a lot of men's clothing does not fit well. You get it and they just put it on and for the average man looks like shit. It's just a square of fabric that they just throw on their bodies. There's actually a ton of work that you have to do to like get a good fitting shirt. So like I really notice whenever anyone's wearing a nice shirt. When men wear button down shirts and they're untucked, like they take the bottom out, they look not good. They're designed to be tucked in. And then the ends are all wrinkled if you've like tucked them in before and you're just wearing it untucked. It looks off. Something looks very off. A lot of people see untuck it and they think, oh, these are the shirts that are meant to be worn, not tucked in. And yes, that's the point. They are nice button down shirts that look normal when you don't tuck them in. But they also have more than 50 fit combinations. They got tall fits, short fits, slim, athletic guys, whatever your body shape, whatever age you are, they've got a fit combination that'll work for you. If you're just looking to buy a gift for someone, I mean, I know it's after the holidays, but we got January birthdays. Valentine's Day's coming up. Or if you're just trying to mix up your own style, Untuck it's kind of the way to go. They have styles from button downs. They have flannel. They have outerwear. They have everything. And you can also order online. And they also have real brick and mortar stores all over the country. If you're interested in ordering online, visit untuckit.com. And we actually have a code for you. Woo! You can use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com. And promo code BLUE for 20% off. Should we talk about like the actual game that they played? Yes. So we were subjected to some seriously heavy hockey today. There was a lot happening. And the first 10 minutes of the game, I was like, well, that was a fun exhibition of this sport. Is it over? Wow, I'm tired. Within the first 10 minutes, there was a major penalty (laughs) and someone was ejected from the game in the longest walk of shame I have ever seen in my life. I can't believe they didn't golf cart him (laughs) out. But then I realized maybe they only had one golf cart and they already already had to use it on Ryan Ellis, who got his brain rattled around in his skull. They they golf carted him from the rink back to the locker rooms, and then they were out of golf carts, and um, Corey Perry had to tromp his ass from the rink all the way back, like half a football field. He got perp walked in front of 80,000 people who were all fucking booing him. So what happened was, is Corey Perry elbowed- Two minutes into the game. (laughs) Yeah, two minutes into the game, Corey Perry elbows Ryan Ellis in the noggin, and yeah. Really rings his bell. It didn't look like it was he was trying to elbow him in the head. It looked like he was trying to elbow him in the chest. Right. And- Ryan Ellis ducked and it was just a really unfortunate coincidence. So I have this like ongoing mythology about Corey Perry that he's just (laughs) eternally cursed to play in the NHL to pay off some sort of cosmic debt. Like Constantine basically. And I'm like oh this is another fucking 10 years on his sentence. He's He's like Sisyphus. The boulder has rolled back to the bottom of the hill. I don't think that he would try to elbow someone in the head. I think he would definitely try to elbow someone in the chest. Uh, But he got immediately ejected. It's a five minute major? A five minute major. And a five minute major means the power play doesn't go away when you score. Just keeps on rocking. Right. So they racked up another penalty. And so it was five on three. Predator scored twice. It was not pretty. Christina was not having it. I was pretty upset. I was, I changed my outfit completely. (laughs) I went into the other room. I was like, I have to change my life for this team. And it worked. Now you have to do that every time. I'm not going to do that. Well, actually, so at the beginning of the season, when they won their first game, 
I was wearing my stars sweatshirt and I was like, well, I guess I can't wash it for the rest of the season. And then Dido pissed on it. Yeah, so you had to. For a second, I was like, well, I said. And then I was like, no, <laughs> that's, that's really fucking weird. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Excellent stellar goaltending, I think, today. It's so much fun to watch Pecorine, and it's so much fun to watch Ben Bushup go absolute sicko mode, all six foot 11 of him or whatever. He went horizontal mode so many times. I mean, that was, they both made some incredible saves, and it was so much fun to, like, at every face-off, hear a football stadium full of people go absolutely wild. Yes. It was so cool. Southern hockey, baby. I would love to see more games played uh, in bowl stadiums like this. Unfortunately, yeah. the next Winter Classic is going to be held in the Twin Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Me, baby. Nothing more than I love than to be outside in Minnesota in On January. New Year's Day? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't understand. You don't have to play it everywhere. <laughs> That's stupid. They want to play it in the state of hockey to make it up to us for putting it somewhere where hockey doesn't really exist or matter to people this year. You know what? I don't like that they get to call themselves the state of hockey because the wild sucks. (laughs) Minnesota sucks. (laughs) The state of sucking. Next topic. Shall we take some calls? Let's take some calls. Let me read you this text, Christina. In honor of the Devils trading Taylor Hall for someone whose main talent seems to be the fact that he's six foot six, as well as my sister developing a crush on yet another guy who's only really interesting for the fact that he's kind of tall, what other overrated shit should we be leaving in 2019? Overrated shit. Um, we are leaving toxic shame behind in 2019. Um, I will honestly never leave being attracted to people just because they're tall behind. I'm sorry, that's that's a weakness of mine. I, at least I'm aware of it. That's your toxic shame that you're left behind. I'm really sorry, but I'm never going to stop. Here's the thing is I had that realization earlier this year. I was just like, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, So I'm six feet tall. The longest relationship I've ever had was with someone who was 5'8". At the time, it was fine. And then after, I was like, I, I don't think I, I think I did. That's enough. We're leaving body shaming people for being tall and hot behind. <laughs> We're accepting a hot girl attitude into our hearts. <laughs> so... Something that some people have asked us to weigh in on this week is Anthony Beauvillier of the New York Islanders tweeting sup at Anna Kendrick (laughs) and then Anna Kendrick responding uh, several days later. So we got a text about this this week that just said, bunnies, do you know what's going on here? Is Anna Kendrick coming for your content? (laughs) My favorite part about this is that she's 34 and he's 22. I didn't know she was that old. I know. I didn't either. She actually looks, I mean, like, I don't find her attractive at all. And I actually really hate her, but like, she looks good. Christina does not like Anna Kendrick. Would you like to tell us why? Because of her Twitter bio. (laughs) I actually wrote it down in my little notes here because I wanted to talk about it. So her Twitter bio is just like pale, awkward, and very, very small. Small, adorable bean. Yeah, and then, like, the next sentence is, line up, gentlemen. Like, first of all, you're married. Second of all, why are you listing things that people like? And trying to make it your worst qualities about yourself. It just is, like, such 2012 comedy. Oh, my God, I'm so weird. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very new girl. It's, like, new girl humor taken to the extreme. 
don't let's not let's not let's not drag new girl into this i like new I'm, girl i'm not saying that new girl is bad i'm saying that it's like the okay quirky i understand girl you know i see what you're saying like very yes yes um and i hate it and i hate that she's still doing it and i hate that she somehow <laughs> people she's somehow like a sex symbol even though she looks like her face went through something i think she's Stop really it. pretty I, no. I do i'm sorry small pale bean who would want this small person with tits bolted on wow <laughs> i would hate that so no but. she's not coming for our content because she's not actually funny no and actually i didn't i thought this was all really lame it was all like hockey twitter tries to get him set up i just found it lame i think it would have been funnier if like no one had really responded to it <laughs> you just put it out there Hi, bunnies. This is uh, Ryan from Erie. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins New Year's resolution will be to continue to crush the hopes and dreams of every other team in the NHL uh, while playing Crosby and Malkin with uh, two random men, uh, randomly generated men on their wings. Uh, each one has 40 points uh, and they rotate uh, every game. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call. I will. I have no question. Uh, have a wonderful new year. Okay, so whenever I was prepping for this, I actually got in really deep. <laughs> deep dive on Pittsburgh. I know. God, I don't want to ever do that again. There's actually a lot that, that's going on in Pittsburgh right now. So they are somehow still sitting pretty uh, in the Eastern Conference right now, despite having just, again, nobody on their team other mm -hmm. than Malkin, who has gone sicko mode and basically kept them in contention for uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. So the latest in their series of miseries is Jake Gensel has... Oh, yeah going to be out for four to six months with a shoulder injury after he hit the boards really hard it was brutal looking it wasn't anyone's fault he just like really hit the boards it's like a, when a bird flies into a window exactly <laughs> i kept watching and thinking about that it was absurd so the good news about this is that because he's so fucking injured they can put him on long-term injury reserve thus recouping the six million from his contract mm -hmm. and so they have a lot of money to spend in terms of uh, a rental for the playoffs so rutherford said he's going to be waiting until the end of the deadline to make any moves but i think he's gonna i mean he's gonna be doing something you think they're uh, gonna trade for a forward so uh possible names i did a lot of research on this Oh, so let's go. Possible names that have come up are Chris Kreider. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. And very interestingly, Kovalchuk. That's, uh, there's nothing Jim Rutherford loves than just a really old dude. So <laughs> I think that would go horribly. So I think they should do it. I think they should trade for Ilya Kovalchuk. <laughs> Leave Chris Kreider alone, dude. But the other good news for Penguins fans is that Sydney is back at practice. What is he like coaching? I think he's actually he's like contact. He's contact practice now. So that's cool. He's been out since November 4th. So. Yeah, it's been a while. He had surgery, I think, like the middle of December. Anyway, uh, good job, Christina, for that. Let's get some claps for Christina for willingly looking at things pertaining to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I read a lot of Rob Rossi columns. I would love to read the Colton Parenko text. That's the last one we're going to do. Hi, this is Joe from Indianapolis. Recently, a photo came out of three Swedish St. Louis Blues players and their girlfriends wearing shirts that say, Colton Parenko gives me an erection. 
Why are the Swedes the only ones who have these shirts? And what do all the other nations think of Colton? I love this so much. I It's hard for me to even believe that this picture exists. Just because it's so perfectly, like, the Winter Classic was for you. This yes. is really like somebody dove into my brain and just <laughs> dug out this image and plopped it on the internet. Right, because he does give you an erection. Like, that's how, I, that's how I would describe your affection for him. A spiritual one. The best thing I think about this picture is that it's posed like it's their Christmas card. Yes! Like, they're in their pajamas, and then these Colton Pareko gives me an erection t-shirt. Which I'm like, where did you get those printed? <laughs> that's what I was thinking, is I was like, this is, like, a really funny way to see their sense of humor. Because I'm like, this is, like, elevated irony level for a speed. Right. It's, ve- it's actually very funny. And most hockey yeah. players are not actually very funny. Good for the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> the only funny hockey player, honestly, is, like, Brad Marchand. I guess, like, a lot of Swedish players do have kind of a weird sense of humor. Yeah, that's true. Nicholas Backstrom, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, Elise Pettersson. It's really funny. It really did, like, that was the sunshine of my week. I might go look at that picture again after this. So I think that's all for us this week. Hey, we did it. We really did it. We had so much to talk about. I know. uh, You're late for your dinner. I'm sorry. But I had to talk about Pittsburgh for too long. Those are words that I've never heard before, and I hope to never hear again. But if you want me to talk about Pittsburgh (laughs) next week, you can call in with your questions or suggestions at 774-318-6952. You can also follow us on Twitter at @puckbunnies underscore pod and at Instagram at at puckbunniespod. You can also support us on Patreon. You can give us some money. Patreon.com slash puckbunnies. Please remember to rate and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really helps us out. So here's what I want to say about rating or reviewing. If you ever like want to say something to me and you really want to make sure I see it, <laughs> leave an iTunes review and I will see it. <laughs> Guys, have a wonderful week. Welcome to 2020. We're excited to spend it with you. Peace out, bitch. I'm Audrey. I'm Christina. And this has been Puck Bunnies. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Year I stopped fearing my body Sky split open above me It was a pleasure to meet your pain In my shadow You're a of reason Don't cuddle, don't tease me Don't wake a swarm of bees beneath me Do, do one tenderness enough for tenderness Settle down for
into a mountain became something dark and hungry. Still the creek was muttering your name. Now your face half lit, electronic. You no longer need to speak your sentiments. I no longer perform.